What's up, Mr. Cola? Look at that Colgate smile. Give it that Colgate. Yeah! Smile. I can't see. You know what? I went to the dentist um, um, last week. Nice. And I got my teeth cleaned. Everything's looking good, so I'm happy about that. They didn't offer me a commercial, though, Lincoln. Really? Colgate? They didn't offer me anything. I'm waiting for those people. It it actually went well. I I did less scaling this time, but yeah, it went well. I'm happy. Colgate, My teeth are improving. Colgate is going to call us, though, because <laughs> if, if they take one look at your smile, they'll realize that this is the, the girl I want in my commercial because she should be doing it. You got sparkles coming off your teeth. Lincoln, you know? I think you're going to have to write to Colgate on my behalf. I will, on our right. behalf. Well, you know what, Lincoln, let's get started. Happy Monday, beautiful people. And mm-hmm. thanks for joining us on another episode of the Lemonade Lounge, the world's number one podcast where you get your mind, your mon- your body, and your money juices flowing. Do you hear that? I was going to say your body juices, your money juices flowing. We, we can I'm get your the body co- juices flowing too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your co-host, Nicola. And I'm your other host, Lincoln. Yes, and, and together... We would, we would love like to squeeze, squeeze your lemon. Your lemons. It's summertime, Woo. baby. Lemon squeezers. Lemon squeezers. Come on, people. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Lemon squeezers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We're going to so make Lincoln, a song about it. Yeah. Next week, we're going to talk about critical race theory. Oh, but beautiful. before we get into that topic, I yeah. thought that we could keep it light today. And mm-hmm. just discuss a few things, right? Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> last week we talked about the new world order. Mm-hmm. I guess you are right, the war. Well, I don't, you know what? My daughter and I were talking. She's like, mommy, that is not a war. It really isn't a war. It's an invasion. Russia mm-hmm. invaded Ukraine. It's not a war. It's one-sided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an yeah. In- invasion, yeah. It's an invasion. It's an invasion. Mm-hmm. Right, they invaded their country. It's bad uh, either, any way you look at it. It is not, awful. It it's is not a good thing. Terrible. Yeah, I don't uh, care if you're killing white people, black people, pink people, purple people. You're killing people, and you're killing be. people, and it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong it's on every wrong. single level. On every level. Like yeah. as I said before, it's really hard to picture because, like, um, I look at our our lives here. If there was a war, if we were being invaded, I don't know how we would manage because we have lived this privileged life. It's difficult, man. It's very difficult on on the people. It's just, it's horrendous. It's unimaginable. Let's put it this way. And the sad thing about this is that um, people like Putin and his his gangs is not going to pay the price for it. It's just very, very sad. Yeah, because it's uh, amazing. If you're in government, sure, you could just go around and kill people. But regular people, if you kill one person, two person, you know, like there's something wrong with you. Years. But the yeah. government can kill thousands of people and thousands. take their lives. And well, look at what America no did in, did in Iraq and, Iran and, and Afghanistan, America. Who paid the price for it? Nobody did. Nobody went to prison. Nobody got killed for it. No, only the soldiers. The soldiers are the ones who pay People the price. People losing their and, lives. And the citizens, you know, they 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 paid their price. You know, it's just, 
It really is. Um, it, it you know it. That's this is why I often think that women should run the world. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, I really do believe this. I do believe this. Um, but anyways, folks, before this, we were doing a behind the scene conversation. We do this every day before we we kind of start our podcast. And one of the things that um, Nicola always said we should turn the camera on and record it. You know, because um, uh, there's because some we really talk about, amazing gems at times. Some really yeah, good we gems talk about that we some good stuff. And this morning we, we were talking about you know confidence, right? the power of confidence. Um, but before I get into that, let me just finish my thought about women running the world because I think if women were the leaders, men operate an ego, and you can clearly see that right now. That all man is trying to fill is an ego. That's all right now. There's nothing else, nothing else involved in this invasion but an ego, right? And um, and so if woman was running the world, we wouldn't have an ego to fill like this because women would look at the children, the, the starvation of the people, the homelessness. Women are more emotional about this war than men are. Men are saying that, like me, I'm emotional, I feel bad for them, but I'm thinking, man, I need to go fight for these people, which I wouldn't. <laughs> They're a group of black people, be a different story, folks. But, <laughs> but you know, um, uh, uh, but I don't like war. The end of the day is that I don't like war. I don't believe in, in war. And so that's why I think women should be in charge. And I think that women need to gang up and start getting rid of these men who are in power because they're crushing our world. No, I was just, I was thinking about all the egos of all these men. Hmm. Like, I don't understand it. It's ridiculous. Just it's, kill, it's, kill, it's, kill. It's beyond take ridiculous. Take land, take land, take land, take land, take land. Take what doesn't belong to you. It's just, it's just wrong in so many ways. But what I was getting at was... Um, so last week, Friday, went out for dinner with um, my friends. Oh, before before I continue, I just want to say happy belated birthday, Lincoln. Last oh. week, Friday was his birthday. He didn't even remind me. So happy Thank belated you. birthday, Lincoln. You're welcome. Thank you. you can yeah. always send your birthday wishes to Lincoln by emailing us, right? Yeah. Um, okay. So back to what I was saying. Yeah, I went out with some friends and we were talking about the New World Order. Right. And um, they're like, some people think the new world order has already started because we had this whole discussion. Mm? Of course. Of course, it's here. <clears throat> the U.S. Well, dollar has been the U.S. dollar has been the new world order. Yeah. Why do you think China want to get away from it? Yeah. Because so the U.S. dollar basically it, has been for years upon years upon years upon years, because yeah. as you guys were mentioning, wherever you travel, what do they always want? The U.S. US dollar. dollar no, yeah. Where you and go? Every, all the trade in the world has to be done in the U.S. dollar. So that goes to show you that the U.S. dollar is the is the is the new is the new world order, and the new world order has been around for, for many many years since mm -hmm. since since the West have been running the world, right? So they they control everything, right? Um, if you notice that Russia was shut out of the economy, China was shut out of the economy. Um, uh, uh, so is Cuba. So is um, North Korea. 
Iran, all these countries are shut out. Yeah, that's country. why they're joining their out. own forces, right? Yeah. And Which so makes they, sense. Th that was a new world order because they were shut out. These people are in control. They can do whatever they want, right? And so that has changed, you know? Um, that it is changing. Yeah. You know, the, 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 what the West did was was said we're going to bring in the break nation into the economy right which was brazil right india russia um and china so we're going to bring the break nation so it was brick b-r-i-c we're going to bring them into the economy they called the brick nation that was the strategy and so what they did was they brought these because these are large countries with large populations and so they saw the economic value in it and they said okay let's bring them into the economy and start to um so they can start developing themselves right and so if you notice back in when china Tiananmen square at the 89 and 90 with russia and china the wall the berlin wall and all these things um uh, this is when these economists started to come together. You couldn't, uh, they couldn't buy a car in China until 1995. No one, if you weren't part of the upper class regime in China, you couldn't own a car, right? Ever, that's why China was a bicycle nation. You in China, they could move an entire apartment on bicycle. <laughs> that's what they were doing, seriously. It was a bicycle nation, right? And they had more bicycles than anybody else because nobody could own cars, right? And, um, and if you notice in Brazil, Brazil kind of controls South Central America because they're the largest population. They have um, a lot of goods to trade. They're a beef trade in food. They're um, sugar. They're huge in sugar. Um, ethanol, E85, just a whole lot. Right. So all these nations have a whole lot to offer to the world. So that's why they were picked to bring into the into the economy. And and if you notice, since the 1990s, these nations started to grow. China agreed to kind of let loosen up their their um, socialist power on the people and give them more freedom. Russia agreed to the same thing. And then you see all these nations started to grow. Before that, Russia couldn't buy bread in 1989. China didn't have rice. They, were of a, they have a population of starving people. And so whenever time you see, um, that's, whenever time you see countries like China start to um, uh, clamp down on their people again and start to doing foolishness, like they, they completely muffled um, and, and, and I don't know where he is, Jack Ma, right? They completely muffled Jack Ma. I don't know if he's in jail. I don't know if he's under house arrest. Nobody knows where he's at. Um, when you see stuff like that happen and all the movie stars, they're, they're, you know, they're cutting back on their fame, their chart, their, you know, their, their income, their, all kinds of stuff they're doing. When you see China start to do stuff like this again, it's like, why are you going backwards, dude? When you see Russia and start to do the shit they're doing, it's like, why are you going backwards? It didn't work for you. 
You really think Russia, you're going backwards? Well, they are. If you, if you think about this, Russia was a socialist country for 70 years. They did. They have a nation of starving people. It didn't work for their population. Suddenly, they're their brought. Plan, though, I don't think that's their plan. I, I, it, I it, it, okay, it, it isn't their plan, but this is what's happening to them. They don't temporarily. They don't, no, not, not temporarily. Temporarily. Not temporarily. If you if 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 Russia continue on the path where it's continue and the West create the same sanctions they have in them before 1989, before Russia, the Russia Republic broke up, they will go back to the Stone Age. You really Where think so? Lincoln, look, Russia, China, Iran, Afghanistan, all of these places join together. You don't really think that uh, things will be different? They don't have enough to be. That's what. That's how they were before. What do you think they were trading? Think Russia. Know, they have more money how do you now. Think they were, how do you think they were surviving before? Russia, China, um, all. Um, uh, uh, Everything's changed now. Things are not it, as bad no, as it was it's, before. It's, it's no. It's not okay. You, you're missing the point. I get your um, point. What you're saying, who, I'm just not agreeing with you. Yeah, who's got the Who's they say, who's got the gold makes the rules? The West have the gold right now. They've had it for the last what thousand years. They've had it, but for how the do you know they're gonna keep it? How do you know they won't lose it? They can lose it, but it's not gonna be lost in the way Russia and China is going about it. What it's not gonna be lost through force. You understand? Mm -hmm. Because because when because it's it's not like oops surprise it it's gonna be lost um, the West is gonna um, uh, fall on their own you've seen them falling they they've been collapsing for the last hundred years right they're collapsing and you see them going downhill and and they're picking up speed as they as it as it gets closer to their collapse all empires must fall look at history right they must fall and so you find that they're falling but they have to collapse on their own just like how china collapsed on its own just like how russia collapsed on their own right they have to collapse on their own um they not have to but they are going to and the, the west is under the umbrella of too big to fail so they're not going to allow themselves to be run over and failed by russia or china the rest, remember, the West got a very powerful military force. So you can't, you can't, you can't have them fail through force because they got a much powerful force than you do, right? So they're gonna, they're gonna fail through doing stupid shit. And so what Russia is doing is, is the impatient thing. Well, not just impatient. Russia is just flexing their muscles. So, so Putin is bombing his way back into the, you know, 20th, the 18th, 19th century, you know, where our 18th century, whatever you might call it, he's bombing his way back there because he's going backwards, right? If you, if you look at what he did to, to what they did to, to Ukraine, some of those cities might never come back. They won't. They won't. I mean, the complete decimation. We're talking complete. They might never come back. So, um, 
what do you think is going to happen? If these sanctions keep up in Russia and they keep tightening the sanctions. I just keep on thinking that Russia, China, Iran, Afghanistan, they're all plotting together. They can't support each other. They, they tried that before. It didn't work in the past. It, it's not. If, if, if the West said to China, you know how China got, I think people don't realize that how China became a part of this global um, economy. And, and the West kind of, kind of um, uh, 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 screwed up a little bit by allowing China to just run rampage in Africa. They screwed mm -hmm. up with that because now China is looking at Africa, at Africa as their economy, right? But Africa hasn't meet the demands of China like the West have. So China is still nervous. The West is a huge part of China GDP. How China became this global economy is because the West start to move all their factories out of Mexico and America and put them into China. It's all labor force. Now China is looking to Africa as the labor force. That's where the West was wrong. The West should have cut it, cut China, cut India, cut Africa and India out of China. They should have made the deal that you can't go there, right? But the, but the West has never think ahead. They think in the moment because they're greedy. They don't think ahead. They don't think 50 years from now. That's why the Americans- they did. They probably just didn't want to deal with Africa. No, they didn't. They never think ahead. They never think 50, 100 years ahead. They always think, um, uh, 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 they always think in the now and see the thing you know, right there, what we can get right now. They don't think uh, uh, much ahead at all. That's why That's why our infrastructure is 150 years old in the U.S. and they, they fight for the last 30 years just to fix it. Bridges are falling down that they need <laughs> for the for goods and services to move. Yeah. And they will fight for 10 years just to repair one bridge. Stupid. They're not that's thinking stupid. ahead. Stupid. Yeah, they're not thinking yeah. ahead. If they were yeah. thinking ahead, they wouldn't have that problem. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they like they don't have the money. The only the only thing America think ahead of the West think ahead of is war. They build up their military might for the future of war. <laughs> That's the only thing. Uh, so, and, and if you look at it, it's always oops. If we didn't know, if we yeah, you did know. I knew you, idiot. <laughs> you know, it's like. You knew Putin was going into the rest of yeah. Ukraine. You knew this. He did it in Georgia. He did it in Crimea. You knew he was coming. And he's been warning you for how long? And you wait for oops. No, but the only, I, 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 the, this whole war thing is stupid to me. My understanding is that now Putin will have a way to build his pipeline to get to Europe, right? And it's that's not going to work. Doing. This is part of the work. problem. This is part of the problem. Um, because the West now is looking to pull away from the pipeline. Remember, the the Germany was the leader in renewable energy for many, many years. You know, if you say that now, that the West is looking to pull away from the pipeline. Trump gets back into power, that pipeline is going ahead. No, Trump alone is not in charge. You, you, this is this is the mistake a lot of people mean things. People don't understand politics, so they listen to. Trump the, the, stepped on a lot of people to get his way. So 
No, they, li they listen to the foolishness that other people say, and they think that this can happen. Trump is nothing. Trump just have a position. He can't do jack. Why do you think Obama couldn't, couldn't even turn left or right? Trump can't do jack outside of America. Trump can't do jack in America, right? Trump is only uh, have executive decisions on a few things. Those, those are massive limitations, by the way, massive limitations. When it comes to foreign affairs, it, uh, Trump don't even can't even convince his, his toenail <laughs> to go on his side. So you know to be to be in the right place. So I, I don't buy into these foolishness. What what the way the government structure set up? It doesn't work the way people think. It's not it's not that way. So we we got to understand the government structure before we start talking about people like idiots like Trump. Why do you think? Um, uh, a lot of these government officials can't move on certain things in certain countries because they need other countries to join them. And yeah. that other country alone need their entire country to come on board. It's really difficult. It's not easy the way this, the, the democratic structure is set up. It's not easy for one man to go in and bulldoze the whole thing. It's not like Russia where one man is making the decision and everybody joined forces. It doesn't work that way. They, if one side doesn't, if one branch of the government doesn't um, agree, then you're at a bottleneck in the West. That's how it works. And that's a good structure. Because um, it's good in, in many ways when it comes to war. It's not good when it comes to building your economy because you see what happens in Canada, you see what happens in the US when it comes to build one mile of subway in Canada, you, you need 20 years of argument. <laughs> Ridiculous, it takes too long. And ton of traffic, it's just crazy, all this construction. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, like I, it's really sad because you said Ukraine has 44 million people. And um, only 4 million people have left. I wish that Putin, not Putin, could um, just like hold off. This is my wish. It's not, this is my reality. I wish it would happen. Just hold off for like a few days and let the people leave. I let really the people don't, leave I, that want no, to leave. Let I, them I, leave. I don't want him to hold off. I want the people, I want him to anger the people so they bulldoze him. And this is what's happening right now. I want These him to- These people are angry, Lincoln, but they're yes, and this Yes, and this is good. This is a good thing because the thing about it is that it's never the size of the dog, it's the size of the fight in the dog. And when that bite from that small dog is big, it doesn't matter how big you are, you'll bite the living shit out of you. And this is what's happening. You see, Ukraine has something to lose, right? So their bite is huge. Russia have nothing to lose. So their bite is small, right? And so that's why you see the Ukraines, they have sheer determination. And this is what happened in Afghanistan. If you think of how Afghanistan, Afghanistan, pushed out um, um, Russia, pushed out the U England, pushed out America. How the hell had Afghanistan got like bow and arrows? How do you think they did that? Huh? It wasn't because of the weapons. It was because of the fight that they have. The Taliban. Right? Yes, they had the fight. And so this is the, 
this is the fight that um, Russia is faced in Ukraine right now because he did. The, Putin didn't just anger the military. It's it's you know if you just anger the military, then okay, fine. No, he angered and then he angered forty four million people, and even the unborn is angered. Oh. The unborn. I say, oh God, because so, I'm just thinking of the news, all the newborn babies, all the moms, a lot of them have I died. Know, but, but think about what's going to happen in the future to Russia. This is what I'm telling you. Russia is going, is going backwards, backwards. Russia is not going forward. They're pushing themselves back. And Putin is putting Russia back 100 years. And they don't want to be there because they could not buy bread 100 years ago. <laughs> 70 years ago they couldn't they, they were they were in bad shape you know for the last for the until they they came out of um uh, uh, of uh what do you call it until they came out of um um they break up the russian republic they came out of uh they lighten up the communism lighten it up that's when they became more acceptable to the west and start to trade with the west remember now they they cannot it's they have a problem on their hands, a huge problem, bigger than right. what he thinks. All right, let's stop talking about the war. What I wanted to discuss with you, too, was Jamaica asking for reparations. Mm. Lincoln. Yeah, we're, we're a little late to the table, but it's better to be late than never. <laughs> um, you know, I've been talking about reparations for Jamaica for the last 30 plus years. I know. I didn't know um, what reparations were. I didn't know any of this stuff. Yeah, I've been uh, talking about This is about all it. new to me. I'm learning about reparations. I'm learning about history. I'm learning about so many things. And I yeah. hope our audience is learning too. Because I was thinking, Lincoln, we know, you know what? I'm not going to say we're not going to get repara rep reparations, but, 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 but I can dream, right? So if Jamaica gets reparations, Lincoln, does that mean we get some money? I don't know how they're going to do it. And I, and I hope that's the way they would do it. Um, it's like the, is the indenture, indenture, is it indentures worker? And what's the workers that went into England in the 50s? What, there's a word for them. Um, that I don't know, I can Google it. Yeah, um, to build, remember after the war, they, they bring yes. a lot of people in from India and the Caribbean, right? Roger, from, yeah. My husband's uh, family, they were part of that too. Yeah, mine I don't know too. anything about my family doing that. Mine too, right? And they're supposed to get money, but I haven't seen my 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 um we haven't seen any money from it because I have I've, I have four uncles that went to help build England back in the 50s, you know, and I haven't seen a penny from it. And they've 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 put in a lot of labor there to try to build it. And um and so you find it's the same thing with reparations. Where is that money going to go? When if what if Jamaica get a hundred billion? Okay, so who gets that money? Right. It's going to go into the the pockets of some very wealthy people. Yeah, and so that needs to be that needs to be figured out also because all of us deserve a part of that money, and we're not talking two cents either. We're not talking give us just just you know some washed down amount of pennies we're talking about giving us a, a, a sum of money right because if you if you think of if you think of the 20 million pounds that was paid out to the slave masters 
right? When, when slavery was abolished in the Caribbean. And that's a crazy thing. The slave masters got paid. Can you believe that bullshit? And the slaves got like nothing. They got whipped. Fat, they got a big got fat. Whipped. Yeah, they got whipped. They got a big fat zero on whip. <laughs> you know? Mm. But when you think about that, if you go back 100 years or 150 years when that took place, right? And you take 20 million pounds and you invest that back then, today that 20 million pounds is huge. Huge. It's a lot of money. We're talking billions and billions and yeah, billions and billions of dollars today. So if you, if you just base that upon the 20 million pounds, not all of the... Not all the, the, the hundreds of years that they, they worked slaves to, and all the ones that they killed and, 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 and slaughtered and, and not all of these things. You just, not all the, the money that the slaves that they made from the back of the slaves working and build England and all of Europe, all of Europe. We're not talking about that part of it. We're just talking about the 20 million pounds, right? If you just take the 20 million pounds alone, that's a lot of money today. If you just do that for a hundred years, a hundred plus years, that's billions of dollars today. So then you add on the hundreds of years of slavery that what the slave has produced, right? The sugar that they produced to help England, the cotton that they produced to help England, uh, not England, the, the Europe, just you, all of Europe. They literally, Europe was built on the backs of slaves. Many people don't realize this, that we know. The, 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 the purpose for slavery was not to enslave people alone. It was, it was purely economic for the Europe. It was purely economic for the Europe. Purely economics. It's, it's all about money for them. It was all about building their, 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 their um, building um, all of Europe because Europe was shit back then, right? So it was all about um, economics. And so that's, that's why slavery literally built Europe, just like how slavery built America. You can't deny that slavery is the one who builds America, right? But yet they try, the they try to, they try to rewrite, they try to rewrite history. Because that's an important subject to cover. Yeah. That they so don't want to discuss at all. Yeah, so I know it's true. Yeah, so I believe in 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 reparations wholeheartedly, um, but how do we go? What do we do when we get the money? That that end of it needs to be clear by our government, crystal clear. If we get the money, and 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 they're going about it wrong to begin with, they're going about it individually, just like Africa, Ghana going about it themselves. Tanzania going about it themselves. No, all the islands need to get together and work this together. Is this, to this, this is the, yeah, this is the foolish thing that they're doing. Everybody's going about it individually like it only happened to them. No, it happened to us, you freaking buffoons. I want to go in a room with all of these idiot leaders and just grab them and Wait, shake them away. with the name calling, not necessary. But it's stupid. It is stupid. I this hear is you. Why. I hear the, you. Nicola, hear me out for a moment. This is the reason why we struggle as a race. If you notice when, how um, the whites does it, they have what they call NATO. They have what they call the G7. They have what they, the G20. 
<coughs> excuse me, they have when they're put together themselves. You notice that they come together. Yeah, because you, you already remember we did a podcast on Marcus Garvey and all these other leaders. Yeah. And every time black yeah. people tried to come together to do stuff, they were taken out, right? Yeah, but that's yesterday. We have. You don't have, think that would we, happen now? Yeah, it is happening now, but we, we, we're under the, the new realization that that didn't work. Uh-huh. We're looking back and say the individual thing did not is not working for us, uh-huh. right? This is why I talk about man and woman, the difference. You know, Russia didn't look back and goes, well, the war didn't work for us. Us going back into the Stone Age is not going to work for us. He just think he's, oh, I'm high and mighty. I'm going to fulfill my ego so I can just bulldoze them and take whatever I want. And everybody just got to accept it. Right. That shit don't work anymore. It doesn't work that way. We're living in a new world. We have what we call technology and social media. Everybody could see everything that is going on. Have you? Are you stupid? Yes, you are. You're a dumb schmuck. I can't think of any more buffoon words. Lincoln, you love to cuss. No, but these people are idiots. It just it 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 really bothers me that these are the fucking people we have running our world. These stupid assholes we have run in our world because there's nothing, no thinking taking place. All we operate in is, is from ego. Just like what Trump, when Trump was in office, the man is the biggest buffoon on the planet. There was just ego, just ego. Okay. You were actually talking about solutions of black people getting together. But this is also the problem. All of them is operating from a position, which is ego. They need to come together. The first order of business before they even ask for any reparation is form a global alliance, a reparations global alliance with all the black countries, all the black countries. And they have someone who had it and it's like a court and you prepare the documents and then you present your case and you give it to them and they, you fund it, all these countries fund the alliance, and they go to war to get the money. Not these individual countries and, and all of these things and all of that stuff. So you need dedicated group to work on this, to put the figures together, to do the research, to do all of this, and to have legal, uh, an international legal firm that will approach this from a common sense standpoint, not this individual, you're weak alone. Where, where they come from? Lincoln, this is where your consulting comes in, right? <laughs> yeah, but they, they don't want to hear nothing. This is the problem with these people. You, you, they, you, they don't want to hear anything, right? Mm-hmm. I, um, they just want to do what they think that, and, and a lot of it, they, you know, I don't know if they know that they're not going to get anywhere. They just want to make some noise to get some attention. I don't know if that's the reason. Because the truth is, you alone, you ain't going to get nowhere. You think Jamaica is going to get anywhere by themselves with England? Okay, look at it. Jamaica is down here. England is up here with their alliance of Europe and the U.S. Jamaica is all by themselves. Where do you think they're going to get? England is rich. Jamaica is broke. Where do you think they're going to get? England can afford all the lawyers on the planet. Jamaica can afford, um, uh, I don't know, what? Where do you think they're going to get? 
you see my point? He's like, nobody using their freaking brains. This is what I'm saying. Where do we get these idiots from who run in the, our countries? It's just, it really bothers me to see some of these people who are supposed to have um, more degrees than the university not using their brain. It really bothers me because they're not going to get anywhere with this stuff. You need to join forces. It is important. And you're a little late to the table, Would I would say, because it's going to take, you know, 100 years to get two nickels, you know, shilling. But, uh, 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 England might throw you a couple shilling, not even pounds, shillings. <laughs> the silver, you know, the silver that makes noise. It, it, it really bothers me when I look at the people who are running our world and look at their, 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 their brain. So Lincoln, what could we do? We who? You and me. Me and you cannot do anything at all to affect um, things like reparations. Um, because we're not in the position. We can go run for government and become leaders. Uh, that's the only thing we can do. If, we're, if we put ourselves in the leadership role of the country, like we are the, uh, you are the prime minister of Jamaica, Portia Simpson had a great opportunity to run in Jamaica for eight or 10 years, and she blew it. Hey, mind you, it's great that she's one of the few women who get the chance to run a country, uh, but she blew it completely by following the, 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 the protocol of the old guards where they steal everything. She's old herself. She was part of that system, but she, she didn't bring anything new to the table. I said, here's my chance to really build this country. She had a tremendous opportunity that she blew. She could have been like an Angela Merkel for the Caribbean. Angela Merkel is for the for Europe. It's a shining example for Europe. But but Portia Simpson just blew it, completely blew it. Steal everything, put everything in her pocket with her with her buddies. And this is what they did. And so you find that if you're not, if you don't put yourself in the position to do it, uh, here's number one thing is that you gotta be the leader of the country, and then you gotta fire all the old people. That's in there. You got to get rid of them. All the ones that's 70 and 80 years old, that's, you, you need to let them go. The ones that have the, the grave digger with a shovel behind them, get rid of them. They, they need to go. All of those fuckers need to exit. Lincoln, can you, can you picture us getting into politics and going back to Jamaica? I'll be dangerous. They would not want us there. Who would want <laughs> these foreigners, right? I'll be dangerous in politics. Dangerous. You know, Competing against um, your brother? Now I'd be dangerous in politics mm -hmm. because because all the shit I see them tolerate, I wouldn't tolerate. I'd be like a gangster leader. You better listen to what I'm saying because this is for the people. And if you can't listen, you better step. And if you don't want to step, well, I'll make you step. You're gonna be another Putin? <laughs> Who? You're gonna be another Putin? No, I'll get rid of the 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 the, the I, I get rid of the, the thieves. The stealers of the people's lives. My thing is all about the people. My thing is all about the people. And if you look at the old guards that are in place, they're all about themselves, their pockets, me, myself, and me. Right? So that's why you see Jamaica is the way it is, because they steal everything. Those people have... Jamaica's have got a bad rap. Jeez, I can't believe you're saying that. It is we true, though. These are facts. Around. We're not talking about just Jamaica. We're talking the entire Caribbean. 
we're not talking just Jamaica here, dear. We're talking the entire Caribbean. What happens on Africa? We're talking all of Africa. How could, th let me say this to you. Know why we steal everything? Because we were stolen. That's the reason why we steal everything. Yeah. Here, how could Africa be the richest? I don't know if we really do. But how could Africa be the richest continent, the richest, poorest continent on, on the world? How could that be? How? And we have we have leaders supposed to be in charge of our country, our countries. How could that be? How could the Caribbean yeah. help Europe to be wealthy? It's true. And they can't be wealthy themselves. You got to ask these, yourself these questions. You know what? That's a very common question because like uh, when I worked at the bank, I used to take in a lot of money from some wealthy clients. Mm. And I would try to sell them certain products. And I looked at their accounts like I'm giving them all this advice. I'm selling them all these things. And guess what? They're just getting richer and richer and richer. I looked at my account overdraft, <laughs> no money Lincoln, but here yeah. I was helping everybody to become richer. They yeah. were becoming richer. Plus the bank was becoming richer because their money was with the bank. Mm -hmm. And finally, one of my clients, he owned a business across the street and he had his family all, they were all part of this business. And he didn't really have to work. The business was running itself. And I said to him one day, I said, why are you so rich? Like how on earth, like his regular account had over a million dollars in it, Lincoln. Mm. And this is going back over 20 years ago. Can, mm -hmm. can you imagine? Comes in, is that, is, I'm looking, all this money he's got is, RSPs, he's got mutual funds, he's got every single thing. Yeah, he's putting it everywhere because he's got so much money. This is what happens. And, and his regular bank account has like over a million dollars. And I spoke to him, I'm like, how is it that you were able to do this? And he told me how he was able to do it. And once he told me how he was able to do it, I started doing some of it because it made sense to me. And then there, I, I think I talked about this before. There was um, a customer service representative. Her name was Karen. And she took me under her wings and she showed me how, when I get paid from TD, how I could save my money. And I was able to save a lot of money doing these things, right? So what I'm saying is Jamaica has helped all these other countries. We give out everything they need. Sometimes we need to look and see what we're doing for others. And instead of doing it for others, we need to turn around and do it for ourselves. This is exactly what I'm saying, is that yeah. we have we have the opportunity. We've been independent yeah. since the 60, 62. Okay. And we but, and we could have we could have gone sovereign, right? Which is what we should have yeah. done. I don't know what we were waiting should've, for. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know? It's not about the past, it's about now. What can yeah, but we be keep done. shooting ourselves in the foot over and over, and each politician going place. Do the same thing. How is it that we could get um, uh, uh, China could build a, a nation? Um, how could China could lift 800 million people out of poverty in under 30 years? And we can't lift 3 million people out of poverty in, in 60 years. Well, you, as you've said, we've sold all of Jamaica. We've sold everything from, of Jamaica 
to everybody else, right? But look how, look honestly, how close look how close Jamaica is to the U.S. We're one hour flight away, Nicola. A couple hours by boat. Jamaica is very close to the U.S. Why do you think we have more embassy than any place on the planet? Why do you think Russian embassies in Jamaica? Because they can spy on America. It's right next to it. Right? This is the reason why. Everybody we have spying. We have the second largest, or the second or the third largest, deepest natural port on the planet. What are we doing with it? Zero. You know, maybe they are doing stuff with it. We just don't know, right? We're just the regulars. We don't know. We're not there. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, for so to... you're giving us all this advice, and the Jamaican government, are you saying that if you are not in politics and you could come up with these simple things that the government needs to do do you not think the government knows as well that they need to do these things lincoln of, of course, course they, do. they do it's this just not easy saying. for them to execute this is what i'm saying to you they know it's not things. easy for them to execute them. no it's not about not easy it's because they're put stealing the money put in their pocket they don't care about the people people who care about their country don't operate the way these guys operate they build infrastructure Lincoln, let's take it up on ourselves. Let's go back to Jamaica and see what we can do. This is what they've been trying to promote. We can't even curb the violence in Jamaica. The government don't even know what to do about the violence because they, they, they caused it and they allowed it to get out of hand. They're the ones who started it, you know, back in the 70s. The government started violence in their own freaking country. They turned their nation against each other. Who does shit like that? Who do that? Because they want power, Nicola. Who do stuff like that? This is where the head has been. This is what I'm talking about. Their head has never been in building the, the country. Their head has been in, in me, myself, and me. Power. That's not true. They're all about building the tourism section, sector. No. The tourism sector? You think they're building tourism sector for you? The little bit that the tourism sector was built naturally. Jamaica was never a brand or been branded until recently. The name Jamaica, what do you think everywhere stole our colors and make millions and billions of dollars off it and we didn't get a nickel? How do you think China duplicated and sell Jamaica stuff all over the world and make billions of dollars but China, China does and, we everywhere. and we didn't get a nickel? Jamaica has been never for the people, never, not even for the country. The Jamaican government has never been for their people. They've always been for me, myself, and me. You know, um, it's just, it's really sad that we, we had this tremendous opportunity and, and blow it. And now we're, we're, we're crawling out of it. You know, Andrew started out so beautiful his first, um, couple of years first time yeah his first couple of years it started out so well he was traveling the world trying to get investment trying to get this is what you have to do you have to try you have to go outside you can't sit and cocoon yourself in jamaica and expect to grow the country you gotta go around the world and beg literally beg please give us money 
Please invest in our country. Please do business. This is what you got to do to start because nobody see it as a viable investment. So you have to beg. You have to beg and sell. This is what you need to do. I am. I can't believe that he stopped traveling. I haven't seen him anywhere on the news in any other country for the last couple of years. He needs to be doing what he did in his first term. Go around the country and around the world and beg. You have a lot of wealthy countries in Europe. Stop borrowing money from the IMF and China and all these places who just want to own the country. They don't have your best interest at heart. Go around and get investment and join forces together in the Caribbean. You have the Caribbean, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? The, the Carib nation, you have the, the what do they call it? They're the, like, a, like a NATO. They have their own um, thing. Come up with a program where you all could go and get some money and freaking invest in your country. You know, do something about the violence. If that means, um, uh, 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 you know, Jamaica have a tremendous opportunity to take care of the violence. Here they are, they have Russia right now. I've said this and I've said this and I've said this and I've said this over and over. I've been saying this um, for the last, uh, what, six years, seven years? Jamaica need to round up all the bad men and train them as a military force and send them and contract them out to America. Right now they could contract them out to Ukraine and make billions of dollars. They want to fire guns? Tell them you will give them the biggest, baddest guns under the planet. And America will give them the guns and the money. America will train them. <clears throat> and these, this will be your contracted force. These bad men, they want, to, they, want to, they want to fire guns, and you pay them from the money that you're earning. And when they die, get killed on their war, in war, killed in action, you take care of their families because you're making billions of dollars. That's a revenue stream that they're missing. They could turn this violence that they have in Jamaica into a huge revenue stream for the country. Huge revenue stream. Contract these people out. You, don't you think that America, why do you think contracting con companies in America make billions of dollars because America would rather them die than the soldiers. They'd rather them on the front line than the soldiers. <laughs> right? Lincoln, you're a very smart man after all. Yeah, but Jamaica, yeah. I've, been, I've been saying this for the last five, six, what, seven years. They have this tremendous opportunity. You don't know what to do with the violence. This is how you fix the violence. I can't exactly say I agree with you on doing that with the uh, bad man, as you call it, but... Um, what are you going to do with them? Put them in prison? No. Again, I am so confused with the world right now. Nothing makes sense to me. Absolutely yeah, but... nothing makes sense to me. I'm trying to make sense out of life right now. I really okay. and truly am. But, but when people have skills, when people have certain skills, this is their skills. It's not, it's not, it's probably not their strengths. But this is a skill that they've developed because they've been doing it for so long. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's, let's use this skill. They have the skill. Let's use it. Let's, let's round them up, 
give them the biggest, baddest guns on the planet and send them on the front line and make a lot of money for them in the process and use that money to build your country, build the infrastructure and build the country. Yes, if you want to advice, consultation advice, reach out to Lincoln, please. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, I would, you know, one of the, one of the biggest thing that is missing in these developing nations, and you see it in Africa, you see it in the Caribbean, you see clear in the Caribbean. And the reason mm -hmm. I can see clear in the Caribbean is because I'm from there, mm -hmm. is they don't have a think tank group. Right? They need. Lincoln, I don't think that you're correct in this. I do believe that they do have these groups. You just don't know of them. Well, they if they do have these groups. Though. Okay. If they do have these groups, they call out. They have the wrong people in there. <laughs> these groups. They have to have these groups. If they have these groups, they have. Every the business has people. these groups. So, well, Jamaica has to have these groups. Don't it's assume different. that they do. Because if they do, they have the wrong set. Of, it's not working. I don't know. I'm not part of politics. And um, I don't know. I've just working. been thinking about life and all these things. Lincoln, what do you think about the airliner that fell out of the sky recently? Uh, I think that's pilot doing it. It's, it's, you think I it was never, a pilot that shut yeah, everything up? I've never seen an airline just fall out the sky like that. Supposedly the second one, something like that happened in the 80s. Before. Really just no. And they believed it was the pilot that switched everything off, but then they yeah. realized the plane had some issues as well. Yeah, with these modern technologies, it's hard to believe that that this would happen because planes basically fly themselves nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. No, so this yeah. So these are these are natural pilots doing. Um that's I something they should be able to take away from the pilots. They shouldn't be able to do something like that. Um, this is part of my this is part of my my fear in in this. When you look at MH370, you look at the one that the France, the plane that went out from in France, and you look at things like this, is that pilots should not have this much control. These if we can do and this is okay, there's two things I've always had questions about when it comes to airplane. The first question I always had is that how come we can put ejection seats in military planes with with parachute but we can't put ejection seats in airplanes in passenger planes mm -hmm. to me that doesn't make sense i think all passenger planes should make with ejection sheets with power um, seats with parachutes well the reason why we don't have that is because those pilots, we can we, they're, we they're can trained. Have, we can have all kinds of um uh excuses and justifications that's not what i'm i'm saying i'm saying that it needs to be done it, the bottom line is, is that you, you put it in, and why do you put it in, in, in the military plane, uh, um, a, 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 a pilot, a military pilot seat plane? Why do you do it? Because you want to save the, 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 the not the, 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 the plane, you want to save the, the pilot. The okay. Yeah. Why can't you do that? Okay. So who sit in plane? They're not people. Okay. You want to save the people in the plane also. So what you're doing is minimizing the debts. Number one. Number two is that we've become very, very good at, um, at drones, controlling um, planes from thousands of miles away. Why can't we do that in airplanes? Why can't we control when we see stuff like this taking place? 
we should have a remote center that know exactly what is taking place and try to control it. We need, those are the two things I've always thought about is that how come we can control a drone in Afghanistan from Texas, but we can't control a passenger plane the same way? Why don't we do that? These should be mandatory things if we're thinking of the people. Mandatory. Regardless of cost, they need to be mandatory. Those are my two things. I've always thought about these two things, and I always think that they're doable, but yet nobody's doing them. Okay, so again, I, I, I'm very logical. I take time and I think things through. Um, I could come up with the reasons why these things have not been done, but I know you don't want to hear them. Well, it's expensive to do this, those things. So we look at it from an economical standpoint. And then we do other. No, it's not just about expense because they 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 can implement these things, Lincoln. Because look how much these planes cost. Look how expensive it is to fly. These are things that can be done, and there are people who work on these things, right? My daughter went to design school. There's so many things that people are designing out there, right? That can be done. There's no doubt about it. Why are but we doing that? If we have a plane like that where a passenger has so much control. How do you know the passenger's not trained? Like they would have to have a lot of things in place so that if we got in a situation like that, a passenger couldn't just eject themselves and bring the whole plane down. Everybody would have to be ejected at the same time or something, Lincoln. Yeah, the passenger. Like different things would have okay. to happen. Yeah, the passenger. And, okay. and that somebody could be freaking out and push the button, right? Like, no, no. It no, goes back no, to no. the pilot's control. It goes no, back it's to it's it's things. just like it's just like the um, the, their safety, just like the, the emergency doors. There's precautions for the emergency doors. Yeah. Right. No, anybody can't just go and pull the emergency door. You got to know how to do it. That's why certain mm. people have to sit there on the on the on the they tell you about it, right? So I've had to a, sit there a couple of times. Can you believe yeah, that? Yeah, so it's kind of like the lots same of leg thing. room too. Yeah, it's kind of like the same thing with the with the with the passenger. You're not gonna give them control to just push a button and the thing comes up. No, they gotta be some common sense in place here, which is um, if the plane is going down, certain things get triggered automatically. If you have a remote um, center, like, like oh, they control the drone, they can control certain things. The roof mm -hmm. of the airplane, the roof of the airplane automatically comes off at a certain level and people That's a nice design. Yeah, and people That's automatically... That's a nice design. Yeah, people automatically eject, you know, the, at a certain, when it hits a certain feet, like 10,000 feet or 15,000 feet yeah. or whatever, whatever the ejection um, height is. When it goes to hit to that, certain things start to happen, mm -hmm. right? Automatically, it, we can do all these things. We have sensors, and people can can be can eject, right? So passengers can be can be um, educated, just like how we educate them about seat belts and all of these things. And all you need, to, and, and and if you're going water, you blow through the tube and all of that stuff to to hit a parachute to save your life. I'm not saying everybody's gonna save, gonna live. But your percentage of would be higher, much higher. Uh, yeah, your percentage of death would be much lower, 
and your percentage of saving lives will be a lot higher. I was looking at it that, you know what? It could be somebody that, not in the plane, but somebody like from the control center, they hit a button and then the plane went down. I started thinking, what if somebody has that power and they can do that to airplanes? Like, yeah, you got to think about the sanity yeah, but of people, what the mental health here. of people, and the things that if you give them so much power, the things that they're capable of doing. Yeah, but what you're doing is that you're you're when you have pilots and you have a remote center, you have two different set of people um, who is in control. So it's not one person. Right. The only way that plane would basically go down because of pilot error now is because all parties involved would coordinate this, but if all, which will be very difficult, right, to do because they don't the the pilot wouldn't know the people in the command center, right? Or who's good, the remote people? So this if if the only time the remote people are gonna be become a part of this is if they see that the plane is in in trouble, then they now become a part and take over from the yeah. pilot. So it's not like you can you have systems in place. It's not like you know we just throw it in the a, a coin in the air, a toss up. <laughs> you know, it goes okay. You know, no, it doesn't work. That <laughs> I way. watched too many movies. I watched too yeah. many movies. I was yeah. thinking that something happened on the plane. I was thinking back to nine eleven and everything with this plane. And I'm thinking maybe they they were all drugged. The pilots were drugged, and then one person took control over it and brought it down. I don't know, just so many well, things. Imagine if, I imagine think there was somebody have, important on board they needed to get rid of. I don't know. Well, imagine but, if we have we have remote control of 9-11, then that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Right? We could have. I'm remote, just thinking, like, what kind, what kind of over. mindset could you actually be in to actually want to kill yourself and 132 other people? I couldn't tell you because I don't have, I don't think that way. <laughs> I, I'm not a destroyer. I'm a creator. I don't think of destroying humans. I think of creating them. I don't and think I'm of not, destroying no, them. You think about creating. Guess what, Lincoln? Mm. I've been doing these workshops, these vision board workshops. They're going really, really well. Nice. And um, yeah. And um, people can register for them on um, Eventbrite. And it's if you want to fix your life. Uh, they're basically, it's, a, it's about <laughs> teaching you the steps on how to create a vision board that works, right. right? We go through certain steps that you wouldn't hear in other vision board workshops. It's very detailed. It's done over two weekends. You have to commit the time. Um, <coughs> we did our workshop. What did you think of it, Lincoln? It was good. One of the things I, I should say to the, the people who are listening there is because um, they're using a strategy from a, from a methodology called solution focus. And within this, um, it's, it's very, it makes it a lot more simpler to, to perform the, 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 not the, they're not task. I don't hate to use the word task to put it together. And, um, but not only that, it's more sense making. And, uh, so it's 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 empowering it's an empowering approach to develop a vision board so it's really good and plus when we talk about vision board we we just like ah okay a whole bunch of pictures on a board and da, 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 da. that's what you usually get right when you go into a, a vision board session this is a complete different approach yes there are pictures but it's a complete different approach and 
what it will do for your um, your attitude and your your morale it um, is more important than the pictures that you're putting up because it it reminds not only reminds you of the things that you deserve enough but it also reminds you of your dreams because a lot of our dreams are now you know hidden on the shelf collecting dust right so it reminds you of your dreams because we're chasing right we're busy every day you know we're we're on social media we're being bombarded so we don't have time to even think of our own self right um so the vision board will remind you of your dreams of things that you've set out to achieve and kind of um re-inspire you and reinvigorate you so you, you it's a good thing to do and the way they've done it and they do it i said it's it's a pretty special way solution focused vision board you should try it out yes 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 so we have this solution focused vision board webinar say webinar because it's done online through zoom and you can register it for it on Eventbrite. You just still have to go on Eventbrite, search uh, SF Vision Board, and you will find us. And it's a live one, too. It's not a pre-recorded thing. It's yes, live, it's live. Which is nice, because you can get your questions. It's interactive, there. yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, a lot of things nowadays are pre-recorded online. And, you know, those are, yeah, they're no good. But this way, you can get your questions answered and your, and, um, and guidance at the same time, which is nice. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Lincoln. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Is there uh, anything? Send me, else? Yeah, mm -hmm. send me, send me my cut. My cut. <laughs> Did I have yeah. to pay you to say that, Lincoln? Pay you I to endorse I, me? I plugged it really well, so you need to. Need <laughs> thank you, Lincoln. You are truly awesome. You're the best. Yeah. Yes. Before we end today, is there anything else you'd like to say, sir? I want to say something about confidence because we started out on that. Oh, yes. I totally forgot about that. Oh, this is a nice way to end today. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, we we were doing a behind the scene. We always do a behind the scene um, talk. And Nicole always talk about turn. we should turn on the cameras and stuff like that because mm -hmm. the conversations are really good sometimes. And so this morning, our behind the scene talk was about confidence. And one of the things that I, I, I believe, I've often believed, is that confidence is the main source of success. And it's not talked about um, much, right? Um, the lack of confidence, however, gives you the opposite because it's non-motivating, it's low self-esteem. There's a whole lot of stuff comes with the lack of confidence. But what is this thing that we call confidence and how do we find it and develop it? That should be our next topic, right? Um, confidence. Uh, and we will put it down as something we want to discuss, but you know what our next topic is and we're sticking okay. to it. Critical race theory. Yes, but you know it's something that we should talk about because confidence is is vital, and the 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 times when I feel more confident and I feel more reassured and unstoppable in my life is when I have um, clarity, and and things decisions um, are coming out the way that I want them to, right? You make a decision and you execute that that decision and then the results matches everything that you really wanted and so what happens is um your confidence causing that to happen 
And then that happening, causing your confidence to be bigger. And so when you see people are doing well, like, like money attracts money, um, good results attract good results, right? So, you know, the, 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 the more of the thing that you're doing that is working for you is the more of it that you will happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, no, the more of it that happens. And the more of the thing that is not working for you is the more of that that doesn't happen. And so what happened in, in that case is that your confidence level is either taking a beat down or it taking a, 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 a ride, an elevated ride, right? And so you got to make sure that your confidence are intact because it is responsible for just about everything you do. And I want to say this and end with this. You don't have to be bouncing off the wall and speaking with your chest sticking out high and all these foolishness that they talk about to portray, to display confidence, right? Confidence could be calm. You could be calm, cool, and collected and be very confident in that cool and calmness. And so the, the idea of confidence is for you to use it um, to achieve everything you want to achieve. So don't try to learn everything out there because that's not really going to help you, but focus on developing your confidence. Your confidence will become a part of your strength because when you find your strength, you're more confident in your strength. You're, you're more comfortable in your strength. That's why you're more confident in it. And that's why it works so well for you. So I do what I call a reflection report. A reflection report can re reveal that to you. It reveals your strengths, which, at, which your confidence is attached to it. And once you find your strengths, you will, you will be amazed how much simpler things are for you. Amazed. So um, if you want to, to um, discover your strengths, because a lot of our strengths are, a lot of our weaknesses are masquerading as our strengths. A lot of people are doing things that they think is they're using their strengths to do, but it is their weakness because you've been using it for so long. Mm -hmm. You think it's your strengths, but if you're struggling, if you're frustrated, if you hate your job, these are all um, part of your weakness. You don't hate what you, you're good in. You don't hate your strengths, right? You, people who can lift bench press 200 pounds, they are proud of it. 300 pounds, they're proud of it. They love it. They want to go show the world that I can bench press 300 pounds. You know why? Because they're confident in it and it's a part of their strength, right? So mm -hmm. you, you, you're not shy about your strengths. You're not frustrated about your strengths. You're happy. You're comfortable. You're cool, calm, and collected. So the idea is to discover your strengths. Once you discover it, you'll get a burst of confidence like there's no tomorrow. And success, that success that you've been looking for will be a lot easier. So check out the link below and um, click on it. And, um, and let's get on this journey, this journey of discovering our strengths and boost our confidence like there's no tomorrow. Thank you, Lincoln. Thank you, mm. Lincoln. That's a way to sum up the day. So on that note, I'd like to thank you all for making lemonade with us today. Be good to yourself. Give thanks for all that you have because you do have a 
lot. You do. Yes, you do. You do. Yes, and you please do. subscribe to the Lemonade Lounge wherever you listen to our podcasts and email us at info at lmnaidlounge.com to be on our show or if you have any questions, right? Feedback, whatever, we'll take it. Thanks for joining us and make it a great, great, great week. Yeah, baby. Peace, not on love, not war. Have a good one, Nicola.